to one try to grasp a pretty important concept now. You know, uh, rather often people read something new perhaps or they hear about something and uh, it speaks to them, it appeals to them and uh, consequently they then see what is the, the name that under which the, these terms and, and these sentences that they read or things that they hear, what is the name under which that lies? And then they say, you know what, I'm going to be this name. I'm going to be a, a follower of this philosophy, of this uh, way of thinking. Uh, so we, we want to obviously just stick to the most uh, neutral examples always. So it could be something like somebody reads a, a, a a stoic there's there used to be this there still is uh, this philosophical type of view stoicism so somebody reads some kind of stoic quotes and they say you know this really speaks to me you know what i'm a stoic i think the world can ultimately be understood in terms of stoicism or somebody really likes uh the scientific method and they like experimenting and they like studies and hypotheses and tests and all this kind of stuff so they say you know what i want to I'm a scientist. I, I ultimately, I believe in science. Science can explain everything. The world can be understood in terms of science. Or somebody could maybe uh, they they like art, so they uh, they see everything in an artsy type of way. So they say, I think ultimately the world is all about art. Can all be understood as as a form of art. Or somebody likes math. So, for instance, uh, uh, somebody like Newton, right? Isaac Newton, the philosopher Descartes. Galileo, uh, they, they really loved math and they really wanted to see the whole world in, in terms of uh, math and that everything can be understood in terms of uh, numbers and equations. So you say, oh, you know, it's all about math. Math is the ultimate reality and it can all be understood in terms of math. So what's the problem here? The problem or the, the, the kind of the na naivety here is supposing that sounds that we make or things that we write create any kind of substantive reality other than their own selves and further that instead of having a direct encounter with reality looking to view it through the prism of some kind of very contrived conditioned uh, worldview and outlook right? meaning let's take a very simple example let's say right now you and I we want to start a new philosophy so, first of all, we have to give this philosophy a name. Let's call it um, uh, Guru. Why not, right? Let's call it Guru. And this philosophy says that in order to live, we must eat and drink water and breathe and sleep. Right? Now, this is the Guru philosophy. So, now let's go and let's spread this philosophy and let's get a lot of converts to, to the Guru philosophy. And now, all of a sudden, we have, let's say, a couple thousand uh converts to this philosophy or believers in this philosophy so they're all saying that it all comes down to guru you just don't understand it's all about guru look here's the evidence it, it, hey, you do need to eat you do need to sleep look scientific studies the, it's all guru guru is, is backed by science it's all rational so what's the silliness here the silliness is just that guru is just the sound that we just made and we could switch it to boo 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 or wujuju or la 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 or anything else so the sound is simply bringing to our mind something that can be experienced in its own self aside from the sounds. Nobody needs the sound goo goo or gaga or shmoo or zhubu or whatever to know that 
at a certain point they're starting to fall asleep and it may be a good idea to sleep at a certain point the stomach starts complaining we want to get rid of that discomfort and eventually potentially pain we have to eat we hold our breath for more than whatever time that that we're able to uh, do so comfortably and the uncomfort and pain because it becomes potentially excruciating we don't need a further name and same thing for water right we go a couple of days that water we see the the a couple of days a couple of day potentially a couple hours depending on activity levels temperature but we don't need a further name in order to know these kinds of things we don't need to put package all of this up call it Jabara and then say it's all about Jabara believe in Jabara it's all about the truth the truth can be directly apprehended by anyone at any time or certain things not at any time you have to wait to get sleepy to get hungry so you'll in a couple of within a within the range of a week uh, uh, or so you'll you'll understand all of these things that you need food and water and oxygen and sleep all right so we see here that in as if a, a, a given a bunch of sentences that go under a certain name if they describe anything actual and real then we can ourselves directly experience it and this is not to also limit things to, to unnecessarily and say that it's experienced in some kind of very specific way as opposed to non-experience or something else it's just it can be something at all call it anything we want they also experience a simply name call it anything we want we can call it uh, uh, understanding, we can call it experience, we can call it reality, we can call it anything we want. But it it is what it is, aside from the name used to refer to it, correct? If uh, we, for example, all of a sudden forgot our name, we wouldn't disappear. And we say, I'm Bob, I'm Alice. But if we forgot that, we wouldn't be there. So when we, uh, I'm sorry, we wouldn't disappear, we would still be there. So we see that it, it's, a, it's a label that refers to us as opposed to us being it. So it's the same thing with all of the truths of the world and all of the uh, realities we're able to apprehend. It's not the label that's true. Right? Stoicism, science, art, math. It's what is being referred to. Frequently, what is being referred to is nothing other than an insular system of marks. So for instance... Just on a, on a slightly technical note, there's a real question as to the reality of something such as math. Meaning, what is it really referring to apart from the marks themselves? So, for instance, we understand that in order to get an A on a pop quiz in kindergarten, we have to write four when we see the marks two and two. But what does that actually mean? Right? Now, even if we can explain what that means, what about some of the more complicated uh, aspects of pure mathematics and theoretical math? So it's a real question. And it may be that it's simply a game of of substituting one set of marks for for another set of marks. And the same even applies for for physics, theoretical physics. What is the real reality of the the marks that are there seen? Ultimately, either something is either marks are simply marks. For instance, we write a bunch of scribbles on a piece of paper. They are what they are. And sounds are simply sounds. For example, we say that is what it is. Or... The marks or the sounds and or the sounds are connected with something other than them. Again, we can call that experience or we can call that reality or we can call it truth. We can call it anything you want, but it has to be something. It can't just be the marks or the sounds. And then say, no, but this, but Jabba is true. What does Jabba Jabba mean? It, it's just true. Like, it's true. What, what's true? It just is. All right. So it has to refer to something else. So this is very important to keep in mind. And uh, ultimately, we see that the real uh, beefs and, and conflicts that that people have, 
frequently. The, the colloquial view, you, you ask a, a, the, an average person, what's going on with the, the people's understandings and beliefs? And say, there's a lot of different beliefs, right? Everybody believes their own thing. Everybody uh, thinks, has their own opinion. Everybody has their own truth and all of this. But if we really break it down, we see that that's impossible because the realities that we're able to clearly apprehend and wrap our minds around are what they are, apart from any names and apart from anything like that. It's simply the label that is bringing these things to people's minds. But because we have our animal side and just like a dog wants to hold on to a bone sometimes, right? just like a, a squirrel wants to keep it, the acorn that it finds, we want to keep the names that we find near and dear that we find comfortable. We want to say, we like, again, just these neutral examples, we uh, have a, 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 we're a talented person when it comes to art and we're comfortable with saying the word art to describe the word, word, world. So we say it's all about art, right? But remember, art is just the sound. Ah, r, t, right? It's the same thing as jabba jabba ja. It's just that in our minds, it's connected to something. Somebody else is comfortable with the different word, like sa, it's just the sound. It takes a bunch of, uh, it's actually, it's, it's, it's obvious, but it's very tricky. And we see, we can sometimes try to explain this concept to people 20 times. They don't get it. They're like, what, what do you mean? This is, the, the word is the reality, right? This is a fork. No, this is a fork. You ask a person, is there a difference between fork and this? And you hold up a fork. They're like, no, that's a fork. Is there a difference between f, o, k, and this? No, it's it's a fork. So you can do it a hundred times. Person doesn't get it. Even if you explain, the fork is a sound. F ork. This is an object which is used in a particular way. We could call it schmork. It would still be used in the same way. What? This that's a fork. Person doesn't get it. We see starting with little children. This we we have this conception that the words, the sounds we use are the actual sum total of the reality. See a little kid. A little kid doesn't get that. There's a difference between the sounds they make. And uh, and object that is a a, a a bottle of milk. That's what it is. What do you mean? It's uh, is there a difference between the sound milk and 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 what we refer to with milk? No, there's not. That is milk. And so we it, it can, it's it's obvious and, and very clear once we get it. But it can take a little while to get this little tricky thing. The sound is not anything other than a sound. The marks are not anything other than marks. So anyways, like an animal, like a dog, we cling to the sounds that we make and the marks that we make without ever thinking about what they mean. And consequently, there's this impression that there's so many different views and so many different opinions and so many different paths in life and all this, but it's really not. It's really not. There's different sounds and there's different marks. The realities, which can be referred to, are what they are. Right? Now, what further technicalities there, How? what does it mean for something to be real, which part of reality is contingent on the person that is uh, dealing with it, for instance, the reality of a preference for chocolate ice cream has to do with the person who likes chocolate ice cream as opposed to something that is so-called objectively so. But all of these things are real apart from the names. They're real apart from any systems or philosophies that are used to refer to them. And something is not true, for example, because science says so. Science may say so if it's accurate about what is true. Something is not true because it's poetical or because it's uh, artsy. If a poem or piece of art is true to reality and properly conveys the truth, then it's a good piece of art or poetry. Right? 
in as much as again discounting uh, uh, our preferences that we can like anything we want so it's the same thing also just to get a little bit slightly deeper it's the same thing with something such as morals. We think, oh, it's it's wrong to do something uh, like stealing or, or murder because it's bad. But bad is just a sound that doesn't explain at all anything at all other than that we've made a sound. Right? Or this is good to do because it's good. Good is also a sound. G-O-O-D. Good. It can be translated. Right? Maybe a be- even better way to get the point is, is say a language that we don't speak. Uh, so uh, maybe maybe we don't speak Chinese for instance maybe certainly we do but some people some people many people do not speak Chinese so let's say somebody says a word in in, in Chinese like uh, uh, right or Tao or something and we say what does that mean and the person answers again in Chinese it means uh, right it means this so you say what does that mean so they answer again in Chinese and again and again so you see so we see here that a person could expend the whole every single term that there isn't in the Chinese language and we wouldn't understand one bit what is meant, correct? So we see that the reality cannot possibly lie with the terms. It has to lie with something other than the terms. But our own language, in this instance, let's say English, it's the same exact thing. The reason we think that we process anything, that we get anything when we hear it, is simply because we've heard the sound so many times. We've heard it a million times, these different words, so we think, I get it. That's how we're for comprehension, we're listening and reading to recognize things, right? Okay, yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, yeah. this uh, this is, sound is familiar. Maybe there's some kind of ambiguous mix of emotions with it or something like that. But anything beyond the animal, like we get clearly bathroom, food, water, sleep. We know exactly what that means. But anything beyond that, that's, that we don't know what we're saying. We just know the, the sounds to make the, uh, for, for whatever purpose. All right, so recognizing that and knowing that the reality is never with the sounds or the marks, but it's something other than that, than, than them, excuse me, making the wrong sounds, is, uh, is, is a super duper key thing. And it'll, among many benefits of, first of all, uh, forcing ourselves to try to apprehend that reality and actually understand something of substance. So, for instance, we may say for, we may be married for 70 years. There's couples like that, right? Maybe you get married at, at 20 and stay married till 90 be amazing all right so they say hundreds of thousands of times potentially i don't know about millions whatever the, the sum is i love you but what does that mean those are sounds it can be said in a different language in chinese it's uh i believe all right so we say that if if somebody were to say that in a language that we don't understand we would have no idea somebody says uaini uh, now that we said what it means but let's say before we didn't know what it means she's so like what does that mean Right? A person says it means something else. Ah, yeah, yeah. It'll never bring us comprehension. So what it means is simply it's a comfort word. It's like, okay, everything is good. I'm not sleeping on the couch. It's no problems today. Right? I love you. It's comforting. The person is still with me. But we don't ever apprehend any potential reality that could lay there. That seems to be on the face of it a pretty big concept, right? Love, what? It's a word, but it, it we feel like it indicates something important. But because we never push past the sounds and the and the that we make and the uh, and the terms that we use, maybe in a text message or on paper or on a computer, we never ever attain that reality. We're on the surface. We live in the animal reality that we know. Food, yeah, like we said, food, sleep, we know of that. But anything like that, such as love, and we have no idea what it means. Truth. We, we recognize the sound. Oh, I know truth. Yeah, yeah it's true. Right? But we have no idea what it means. Right? So 
that's a huge benefit that we can try to push ourselves to actually gain some kind of truth, right? Whatever's meant by truth, some kind of reality we can gain aside from just senseless sounds. And another benefit is that we are spared from being uh, the jumping on every bandwagon that, that there is. We see somebody saying a bunch of sounds that make us feel a certain type of way and we think, oh, that's the truth. Look, it can be proved. It's scientific. It's it's the evidence. It's yada, yada. The truth is the truth, irrespective of any what anybody says or what any name that we give something or any cultural thing or anything like that. It can be directly apprehended. It can be apprehended if a person were to grow up as a Mowgli in the jungle, right, without any human contact. Now, that that's a somewhat technical statement, right? That, that we would have to break down because there are indeed many conceptual realities that are contingent on other on on other people and on agreement and on many different things but that the fundamental realities uh to do with necessary existence and and all of this yeah it would stand to reason again language we we do need to to really comb through our experiences and really figure stuff out but the the truth would still be there even for a Mowgli even for a person certainly without any awareness of any um any, anything that goes on at all in the world in theory a person would be able to sit down let's say they uh, uh, as, a, as a thought experiment let's say a person has never heard of a single uh, uh, philosophy they've never heard of a single person they've never heard of a single system of beliefs they never heard of anything at all but they do have a language and the language refers to is complicated enough to enable them to um, to, to go through their experience in time and space assemble uh, ideas, manipulate them, and all of this. They could sit down theoretically in a, sm- in, a, in a small room without any windows, without any internet access, and figure out all the important things in the world about the nature of reality and about the nature of mind and matter and, and truth and justice and love and all these big things right, without ever hearing about anything, simply from thinking about what is true. What am I able to conceive? What am I able to conceive? Right? And then... A person can go out and say, oh, so this system, in China, it's called like this. In here, it's called like that. There, it's called like this. But the actual reality that is the subject of the sounds and the terms, that is what it is aside from the sounds and the terms. All right? So with a few technicalities that we could add in, but the, the gist is here conveyed. If we understand it, if we understand the sounds properly. So these are uh, key things to think about if we want to keep uh, growing and advancing ourselves and our understanding so we can do that. All right, thank you for listening.